the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is the money segment of the program. We're here with Kelvin Kamick from Amic Home Loans. 651-231-2500 is his phone number. 651-231-2500. What a great guest the last segment. Okay, Kelvin, I got a question for you. Okay. So we have a client right now who is uh, buying a townhouse in Apple Valley. Okay. And they wanted, they're going to FHA. Okay. And the seller was going to refinance FHA. So they, they had FHA loan on the property. They go to refinance it. So they get the appraisal and all that stuff. And then they decide not to do it. Okay. Then we come in and buy the house, FHA. And our purchase price is more than the appraisal. Mm -hmm. Can't close. Mm -mm. What do you do? Boy, that's a great question. Because that appraisal gets gets registered for FHA against that property, right? So is there? I think there's a six. I think you've got a ninety or sixty day or three or six month wait, and then you can redo. I think you're. I think you're stuck for a little bit. I think we're stuck. I think we're stuck, and that's what and that's kind of what we determined uh, this week is that. And we were thinking it was going to be like six months. I think because, mm-hmm. but it was a because it was a. A refi, it's a shorter okay. time period. Wow. That's crazy, isn't but, it? Yeah. So what do you do? Wait? Wait. Just wait. Move and then wait have it out. new appraisal done? Extend yeah. the closing date. And hope that the new appraisal comes in different than the one that was already done? Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a, it a was refinance appraisal? Done. Refinance appraisal. Isn't a refinance appraisal typically a little bit more lenient? Uh, well, yeah, it, it, it is, tends to be a little bit lower, quite honestly, because there's no guidance to value. Right, so you're going to sell me if you sell me your property based right? on what you want the refi. Now to I be. have well, yeah. yeah, because there's no number, right? right? It's not like it's we based talk, on the loan amount. Yeah, well, we don't talk to the appraiser ever, right? So the appraiser on a refinance goes out and looks at your property, looks at the comps, says, "Yeah, this is probably close." Here you go. With a purchase, they get a copy of the purchase agreement. So now they're reviewing, saying, "Oh, they're buying this for two fifty. Okay, see." And then they're trying, you know, they're kind of seeing does it does the value meet the two fifty that you're buying it for? So now they have a number in their head, right? Mm-hmm. That they're trying to get. When they don't have a number in their head, they're just doing the appraisal. And they don't know that you're trying to get two fifty because that's the sales price, or you know what mm-hmm. you're. So it's just, you know, on the refis. We're but seeing, when you refi, also it's, there's requirements to not move within a certain period of time and all that too, right? Typically, but for FHA know. loan, like we're talking about, mm-hmm. it says you're going to occupy the property for a period of time, yep. right? Correct. Which so. is, I think, why they never went through with it. Right. Because then they then they decided to move. Oh, the, it wasn't even a completed refinance, nope. but the appraisal was completed. Yep. Stinger. 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 Uh-huh. Right? Bummer. <laughs> that's oh, funny. that's a bummer. So, well, let's get into uh, what's going on in the mortgage markets. Uh, so, the word for this week would be uh, jumpiness. Jumpy. Jumpiness, mm-hmm. right? Because the market has, uh, it's it's trended up pretty nicely this week, which is means higher rates. And a lot of it has to do with um, 
our good old friend, the European market, as we're all determining the Brexit thing that will happen over the weekend. And um, so yesterday, which was Thursday, you know, rates went up, mm-hmm. you know, pretty not, you know, in our, it doesn't affect people a whole lot, but it might move an eighth up or eighth down or something like that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the, the markets, it went up and that's because they, uh, they said, uh, you know, they've reached a deal, but then the British Parliament still has to come in and approve it. And they mm-hmm. said there's a very slim chance that they'll approve it. So now there's just all this unrest in the European market. So until that gets flushed out, it will make the markets just be very jumpy. And all week they've been they've been really jumpy as we uh, can, you know, we don't have a conclusion. Is that Trump's fault? Um, somehow, I'm sure. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. At some I mean point, somehow you know, everything always everything is. Everything is. Yeah. Um, I almost ran out of gas. That was Trump's fault. Yeah. Was, you know. Yeah. So that's been the biggest driver this week. There's still not a China deal, but we're getting close. There's not this. So there's just all this uncertainty, which made things actually go uh, go up a little bit. Now, why would uncertainty like that make rates go up? Usually, usually it makes it get better, yeah. you know, but they went up because they said they had a deal on Brexit. Got it. Right. So they said, hey, we got it. We're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then so everything, I mean, it is jumpy, right? So, so if they the don't sign it, if the, if the parliament says no, mm-hmm. not not Market going, will drop. Market will go back yeah. So that, I mean, I don't, you know, we have no skin in the game other than right. I need rates to go down a little bit again. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of volatility and boy, things move up faster than they move down. Yeah, right? always. On rates. Yeah. God, so they'll tick like, up and then slowly come back yeah, down like, over come a few on, weeks. Give me a little bit. Right, you right. Know? But when and, I was uh, a kid, bubble gum was a nickel a pack and, mm-hmm. you know, now it's a dollar five, a dollar and a half and I've been waiting for it to come down for. I think it's to like two two ninety nine now, actually. Is this for a pack nice of Nice pack of spearmint. Is that right? So yeah, good. you only get eight pieces, too. You don't get like, remember the big packs? <laughs> yeah. Like 24, where they don't yeah. have those anymore. Yeah, really? They, eight they, they pieces break, for three they'd bucks. They'd have to charge you nine dollars for that. Choose longer, though. Yeah. Choose longer. It's <laughs> longer. Long more chew. Great service. They're a little thicker. Yeah, more efficient. All right, so it says either way as British law currently sits parliament has to decide on a deal or no deal by tomorrow which would be over this weekend so okay. we'll kind of see what happens there so that was one main thing um this was interesting this past week uh, mortgage bankers association predicts economic and rate uncertainty depressed new home sales so talk a little bit about they had the numbers come out and at uh, uh housing starts decline nine nine and a half percent versus 3.2 on the estimates they say it, you know the market slowed down pretty substantially on the purchase side. Have you guys see that? Is that again? This is a broad. Yeah. So bring no. it, bring it yeah, to so our like, market because I, I mean, think it's more seasonal than anything. Yeah. No, our market here. So like I was talking earlier, the new listing that's coming on in Burnsville and the new listing coming on Bloomington, Cottage Grove. You got one coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another coming on in Cottage Grove. Another one in Rosemount. So I've looked at a lot of these markets mm-hmm. specifically to these cities, okay. and median sales prices are actually they're they're up overall compared to last year. So homes are selling for more. Mm-hmm. Um, there is actually in every one of those communities besides Bloomington, the new listings that are coming on right now in September. We're in October, but mm-hmm. looking back to September, right. are higher than they were last year at this time Mm -hmm. so more people are putting their homes on the market in the fall this year Mm -hmm. compared to last year and sales prices are up market times are very flat they're Mm -hmm. very similar and so and also affordability is very similar affordability is actually uh, up a little bit because of where rates are compared to where rates were Mm -hmm. so homes are still selling um in our area Mm -hmm. as we expect them to now home starts for new construction all that stuff yeah I don't know. You know, 
nationally, sure, it could be a little softer. But our area here, we have a great market, and it's still a great time to it's be. It's kind of hard to compare national selling. numbers. It's great just to stop. It's real, really still a great time to be selling and buying. Rates right. are low. You know, money's cheap, and housing is in a good spot overall. You right. know, everybody's like, oh, God, is it going to crash again? Da, da, da. Yeah, no. Crash from what, though? From we, what? we have very low inventory. We have a pure, pure supply and demand appreciation. We don't have this uh, 45,000 homes on the market. Right. It's just a different market. Do you think there's enough homes on the market right now for um, for people to find that home if they put theirs on the market? Do we yeah, have sure. enough inventory right now? Sure. It I just think depends on location, price yep. point, and style and all that. But we have about two and a half or 2.75 months supply of inventory oh, okay. across the metro area, which is low. Yep. It's a low mm-hmm. inventory level. Yep. And in some communities like in Burnsville, for instance, where we have a house coming on the market, and I've been looking at the very specific numbers, it's one and a half. You know, there's not as many homes on the market in just Burnsville. So we know that things are going to turn pretty quick. We're going to get a good price, yada, yada, yada. So it's different everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I did a market on a house this week in Apple Valley. It was uh, for a multi-level uh, home in that uh, about that 350 to 400 price range. Mm -hmm. And there was 18 homes. As wow. comps uh, that okay. are on the market. Wow! So there's a there's a yeah there's a good supply. I thought, wow, there's you know this deal. I can't find a house. I can't find there's plenty, and they were nice homes. Mm-hmm. You know, very nice. One of the questions that came up this week was on seller paid closing costs. So because we're starting to see it a lot more that we're getting seller paid closing costs, and mm-hmm. what we see happening is. Uh, typically, we'll get you know three percent. What they're doing is they're adding about one and a half on top, and then the the sellers conceding, a bit. conceding one and a half, and that's mm-hmm. the three percent. We've that's had seasonal, you know, yeah. Is yeah, that seasonal? Straight okay. seasonal. Straight. All right, because I'm like, wow, that's straight great seasonal. to see that again. Yeah, you with know, the peak of the sure market helps, throughout you know? the year in you know your your March April ish, depending on weather and how that pushes you around right. to June July and into August. It's going to be, you know, no, I'm not, I'm not going to give you yeah. any closing costs. And mm-hmm. look, we have seven other buyers right here, and homes yep. are selling at about ninety nine to ninety nine and a half percent of list price, and so that's where that comes in, where you can see it a little bit, um, you know, it's, it's almost a hundred percent. Wow, that's good. So that's kind of cool to see. It's kind mm-hmm. of fun for us to see again because a lot of these are on that uh, two hundred thousand dollar homes too, sure. that first time home buyer. And, so that 3% helps so much. It, it helps direct our path in terms of financing then if we have some of those dollars because otherwise we need to find those dollars somewhere Which else. is an encouragement for someone who's looking to buy a home. Yep. Right now you've got some of that flexibility that will go away, you know, in about mm-hmm. four months. Yep. So if you're thinking of, of, of moving in the or buying a home in the spring, I'd encourage you to take a look at it today. Yep. Because you're likely to get a little more flexibility in terms of negotiations from the seller today than you would in March. Right. And ultimately, you don't have to do those closing costs. So there's a strategy to pricing on both fronts. As well as condition. I mean, the work that you're doing over in Burnsville is the same thing. Do the condition make the house in perfect condition, and you won't have a reason for somebody to come in and ask for concessions. Because uh, as soon as there's something wrong with the property, it gives someone leverage. That's right. Hit us up online, hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com, 612-627-8000. See you next week. You've been listening to your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000 or go online 
to hitnergroup.com.